Welcome to the Group Practice Exchange Podcast, a podcast for psychotherapy group practice owners. I'm your host, Maureen Warbach. This episode is sponsored by Therapy Notes. Therapy Notes is the EHR that I use in my group practice, and I love it. It's got great customer service, awesome note templates, accurate reports like revenue reports for doing your payroll, and it has testing and med management functions. Get two free months at therapynotes.com forward slash r forward slash the group practice exchange. Hey, group practice owners. Today, I want to talk about independent contractors and employees, and I want to talk a little bit on what it means to be an independent contractor. So according to the IRS, Independent contractors, the evidence that proves that someone is an independent contractor falls into three categories. The first is behavioral. How much do you as a group practice owner have control over what your staff does when it comes to their job? The second one is financial, which is um, do they rely financially on your business as a means of income, their primary means of income? And do you, as the um, group practice owner, control how and when they're being paid and reimbursed, whether you provide the supplies, um, that's the financial aspect, and in short, and the type of relationship. Do you have a contract written? Are there benefits being offered? Does the relationship continue and is it ongoing? Is there other you know, pieces of uh, work that they do that benefits your practice? Those are the three main categories, behavioral, financial, and type of relationship. So I want to go in a little bit more detail on some reflection questions that you can think about and maybe write the answers down to so that when you do talk to your attorney about whether or not you should have independent contractors or employees, you'll feel a little bit more prepared with some of the answers to these questions. So the first is, Would you prefer to be more of a hands-off type of business owner when it comes to your therapist? Do you prefer that um, you have less control and that they can, you know, be in more control when it comes to the work that they do, how they do it, when they do it? Do you want a close family style group practice? Do you prefer to, you know, have, uh, be able to be engaged with your therapist and have this close-knit kind of family style practice? Do you want organization, structure, and the ability to have control over certain processes in your business? Or would you prefer to, again, kind of be hands-off and let each of your uh, therapists be in control of the processes that they have, whether or not they take credit card on file, um, whether or not they're checking benefits for insurance or not? Or do you want to have one streamlined sort of process for your whole group practice that everyone follows? Do you want your clinicians to be able to be in their own business, contracting work at your business? I think this is obviously a question relating to being an IC, but I think a lot of group practice owners don't realize that their independent contractors should technically be in their own business, and you should be writing out checks to their business, whether it's a sole prop or an LLC, you know, that's on them, but you shouldn't just be writing out a check to Sally Smith you know, the person. You should be writing a check out to Sally Smith, comma, LLC, um, or if they're a sole prop, Sally Smith, but just making sure that they're, you know, set up as their own business and that they're contracting their work out to you and other businesses. Um, Or do you prefer that your therapists only work at your practice and not practicing at other practices? 
Um, is the work that your staff does a key aspect of your business? Yes or no? Do you want to be able to cover marketing materials or, or require certain things like marketing of your clinicians um, or require them to have Psychology Today profiles? Do you want your to be able to have a conversation with your clinicians if, say, they have a low client retention rate? Do you want to be able to have a conversation with them and require supervision to work through this or no? Um, do you want to be able to be in control of how and when clinicians do their work? For example, how many clients they see a week, when notes need to be completed by, how notes are done or how thorough they are. Do you prefer to have your clinicians who are independent and in control of their work and be able to do their work however it is that they want to have it done? Or do you want them to be doing certain methods or uh, treatment, uh, you know, certain treatment methods or um, use CBT or DBT? Or are you allowing them to work with their clients using whatever um, treatment modalities that they want to use? Um, do you want your clinicians to only have to see clients and do notes and then have everything else be covered? which would be a sign of being an employee if you're um, doing, you know, you have someone that does the billing for them and the benefit checks and the intake scheduling and everything else. So they only walk in, see their clients and do their notes. Is that, is that what you'd prefer for your client or your clinicians? Do you want to be able to have admin staff, reception, billing, or any other support staff that your clinicians can use? How much instruction do you want to be able to give your clinicians about their work? I know I'm asking this in several different ways, but just in case, I want you to kind of get a feel because sometimes when I'm doing consulting, you know, I'll ask, do you want them to be independent and have, you know, the decisions that be able to make decisions in how they do their work? And they'll say yes. But then when I ask, um, do you want to be able to give supervision or require supervision when things aren't going well, like retention rate. And then they say yes to that. So I'm asking some of these questions. It's the same question, but in different ways, just to make sure that it doesn't spark any other ideas or thoughts in your head. Um, what else? Will your clinicians be financially dependent on your business as their primary source of income? This is a biggie for the independent contractor employee kind of decision-making. Do you want to have an evaluation system for your staff, like providing you know, yearly or quarterly evaluations on their performance? Do you want to have a certain order of how things are done by your clinicians? Like uh, they, I want them to schedule an appointment, upload the paperwork into the EHR, check benefits, call the client before the appointment with the benefit information, require a credit card on file, charge X amount of dollars for late cancels and no-shows? Um, do you want to have a certain order for how your clinicians do work or can they kind of be in charge or do you not care and they can be in charge of the order of how things are done? Do you expect them to do certain trainings to work at your practice or while they're working at your practice? Maybe your practice is a um, focuses on one niche area and you want them, let's say it's an OCD practice, but you want everyone to be um, have exposure response prevention background and be getting yearly training on exposure response prevention. 
Um, like I said, this doesn't mean that they fall more into the W2 category or the IC category, but again, it's just the combination of all of these questions and how you answer them will give your attorney a better picture on which route you should go um, because the IRS is not black and white and they look at the overall picture. And then um, one of the last things is that's important when it comes to the IRS is, is there a sense of permanency in their position? Technically, independent contractors are more project-based. So they um, you know, come in and they are doing certain work and then they there should be a point when they're done. And I know that in our field, this is one of those areas where um, you know, how do you have an independent contractor that just sees what one or two clients and they're done? Again, this is just a question that you can ask your attorney and see what, you know, what is their opinion on this if you have a clinician who is there indefinitely. And then also, if they're there, how many hours are they allowed to work before they become, in the eyes of the IRS, more of a W-2? Uh, for example, if they're full-time, for sure, they're leaning more towards the W-2 route um, because, again, that would make them financially dependent on your practice or making their primary source of income at your practice. So I'm hoping these questions get your brain kind of moving around when it comes to looking at how either how you're treating your staff that you have right now, whether they're ICs or W-2s, or if you're looking to hire your first employee or independent contractor, kind of helping you figure out which route might be best for you. Um, again, take these questions, write the answers down. You can also get a copy of this PDF on my website. I'll link it in the show notes. And take the answers to these questions to your attorney and say, what does this look like to you? Uh, at the end of the day, am I leaning more towards the IC route or the W-2 route? And, and get some feedback. All right, guys, have a good rest of your day and I'll see you next week. 